When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, all our Manifest It Now listeners. Welcome to this week's um, show. And I'm here with Cassie Parks, your lifestyle design coach. And I'm here with Jenny Gain, your LOA coach. Cassie and I are really happy to be here with you guys today, as always. Um, We have a question come in from one of our listeners that we're going to get into. But first, I want to talk about and hear what's happening and exciting in Cassie's life. Yeah, I am just really like, I love summer and uh, I've loved traveling and being gone, but I'm just also really excited that I'm like in Denver now for summer and I'm um, going to my first concert of this uh, season uh, this week. And I'm just like so excited to go see Keith Urban and enjoy oh, that. Fun. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. I really love live music and a concert. Like it just does something for my soul that, you know. It's, it's like, a vibration lifter, girl. It totally is. It's just like, I love it. And I, yeah, so I'm excited about that. Um, and yeah, just excited about business and everything going on. What are you excited about? Um, wait, one thing. Um, I love concerts in the summer and there's something about like, I haven't been to one yet either, which is weird, but there's something about like summertime and like concerts. It's just like, fun. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I agree. It's just like fun. It's different. Like it's, um, and it, this is at like an outdoor amphitheater, which is like my favorite. It's totally the best. Is it that one, the what's, which one is it? The Red Rocks one? So it's not at Red Rocks. I did see um, him at Red Rocks last summer, the summer before, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's at our, um, I don't know what it's actually called, but Fiddler's Green is what it was called when I was growing up. It changes names like every year now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> someone else, someone else buys the rights, but, uh, yeah, so it's really big and it's, um, it's just super fun. Like I, I just love it. Yeah. I hope all you guys out there are doing something fun this week. Yeah. Um, I, so I'm excited about one of my good friends from university is coming in to visit me. We haven't seen each other in over a year and she is just total fun like I was telling Cassie before she's just like her like it's so we laugh all the time together we have so much fun it's so easy I think we in like the four years we lived together played together took all the same classes and we never got in one fight oh that's so (laughs) awesome I love it yeah so it's gonna be fun it's gonna come into Toronto she's traveling now so it's good oh good that'll be so um great I'm excited for you Mm mm-hmm So what do we want to share with everyone before we jump into our topic today? Oh, well, I want to share, um, you can go to manifest10k.com and register for the Manifest 10K course, which is just like every day someone else is manifesting something awesome. Um, So in terms of money or a new job or just, you know, getting an opportunity that they didn't see or getting a wonderful place to live. So um, just go to Manifest 10K and check it out if you're ready to have a step-by-step plan to manifest $10,000 into your life. Awesome. Cassie's the girl to go for that. (laughs) Yeah. What do you you have for our listeners? 
Well, if you guys want to jump onto my website, ginnygain.com, you can download three super simple steps to deliberate creation. And that just kind of gives you an intro and a brief, brief overview of like taking some action steps about anything you want to manifest in your life. Love it. I love the super simple steps. Yeah. Super simple. Sometimes hard to say. Yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, I feel like sometimes we make this stuff harder than it is and it really is simple. So I love that you give our listeners that solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's uh, jump into our topic because I'm excited to talk about this. Do you want to read what our listener wrote? Yes. So um, we had a relationship question come in. And so uh, I've been together for, or, sorry, I'm kind of paraphrasing here. Um, a woman's been together with her partner for nine months, but has a gut feeling that he's not, uh, no longer her soulmate worried about hurting him. And what should I do about this relationship? So the question is if I'm currently in a relationship, but I know that I'm wanting to as- attract something more than this, can I do that with LOA or do I need to end the, the relationship and focus solely on doing that? Okay, great question. And thank you so much for sending this in. I'm sure there's like so many people that kind of get into these situations too and are wondering, okay, well, I'm here right now. Do I need to make a change first and then focus solely on law of attraction and, and kind of leveraging it? Or do I, or can I do, do it right now? Yeah. So what I think there's kind of two parts to this this question, but do you want to give your response first, Cass? Yeah, so I think there is two parts and I think there's something that I want to highlight first is that the law of attraction is always working. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not um like we're always getting more of sort of where we're putting our energy and what we're focused on. So it's not it's not necessarily something. So often I hear people and it'll say, Oh, I'm going to start using the law of attraction today. Yes, I'm yeah. going to like, I'm going to engage it almost like, you know, I'm imagining like just pushing like the turbo button on a car, right. <laughs> on and off. Like, I don't know why that visual is in my head, but you know, sort of like engage, not engage. And the truth is like, whatever we're doing is like, whatever we do today really is creating what we get tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, it's not, it's not so much end something and start using law of attraction or start losing law of attraction before you end or, um, the relationship, like it's always happening. And I think that's an important lens to look through because if you're in something, whether it's a relationship or something else that you know, isn't right or isn't serving you in the way you want it to, the longer you stay in that situation, the more of that you're going to get. Right. I'm so happy that you started with this because saying, I totally agree that we not agree. It's just the law. <laughs> it's, it's always working. Like, and I'll, I, I get a lot of my clients say, okay, I want to start using it. And I was, and I'm like, dude, you are using it. Like, <laughs> so you just want to develop your awareness of how you can best leverage it. But, and that's one of like, I don't know how I can best express this, but you can, from wherever you are, you can always leverage it. Like you don't need to change anything in your external environment in order to start to feel different right now. Mm-hmm. And there's not sometimes like we talk about sometimes manifesting specific things, but Cassie and I actually just chatted about this before the call, how when, when you raise your vibration in general, everything around you 
like up levels with you. So it's not that I'm only going to focus my energy in this area. Like I'm going to focus on getting a new car, manifesting a new car. Well, all of a sudden, everything else in your life starts to feel easier because you're finding alignment with yourself. So leveraging the law of attraction, you are going to affect all areas of your life. Yes. The end. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So what, where would you start um, to answer this listener's question? So I would start by saying, yes, you, you can use LOA or leverage LOA right now without changing anything. Like I don't think it's required to make any decisions for you to start, um, bringing, finding alignment with who you are and what you truly want. Mm-hmm. Do you go want, ahead. Okay. And I, I wanted to go into the second part now, or do you want to stay on the first part? Uh, no, go ahead. Go into the second part. Okay. So I think part of you finding your alignment. So being in the situation is that you need to trust your gut, right? If you already know and have a feeling that this isn't right or it isn't what you want, then part of your process of coming into alignment is going to be making that decision to uh, leave the relationship. Right. And then that is where you're going to actually have a lot of power. So it's not that you like need to do that first in order to you to leverage the law of attraction, but that is going to kind of be a result of you lining up with what you really want. Yes. Because once you start lining up with what you want, it's the relationship definitely isn't going to fit, which I think our listener already has like that Mm -hmm. knowledge that it really doesn't fit in with what she wants. Um, And I'm a person that will always like you get trust your gut, like always. Yeah, big time. Mm -hmm. And it's a I think like it's totally you you learn to trust your gut. Yeah. Through time. Um, But there was something I wanted to say about like living your truth it like so that to me that's like following your gut and trusting your gut Mm -hmm. and you that's like how you find alignment you know like with with everything you want is like continuing to to follow those little signs or be guided in that kind of way yes so what do you think the first step for her is or someone that finds themselves in a similar situation Wait, there's something coming to me, like how I would approach this situation. It's like, so the first thing I would say is you want to feel good now. <laughs> it's always my first. <laughs> and and let, like, let your choices or let your decisions be guided, but to, to find the peace or the, the, like, connect, reconnect with what you want. And get focused on what you want instead of observing how you're living what you don't want right now. What would you say? Mm, That's a good point. So I just want to highlight what you said. Like Mm -hmm. reconnect to what you want and so that your focus gets off of what you don't want. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Yeah. So I think in a lot of these situations, the like people kind of know that, okay, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. And then it's the path there that's either easy or hard, or that either flows or is full of struggle. And I think that's the power in leveraging the law of attraction. And how you do that is 
just like what Cassie and I just said, you reconnect with what you want and then let the universe figure out how it's going to happen. So I don't know, maybe you've made the decision you don't want to be with this person and you start to leverage and really line up with what you want and live all of, you know, start really being who you want to be, living that kind of life. And the, the termination of the relationship happens naturally. Like, like, you know, maybe he'll bring up something or like it can come in a, a number of different ways. Like maybe he'll present something or something else will happen that will make it more clear that it's not meant to be, or it will be more of a, an easy, peaceful parting. Like, remember how you and I talked about Cass, um, there's harmony in people separating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can be that kind of experience instead of um, like the traumatic experience. Oh, that's such a good point that you just made. Um, because auto, um, almost automatically, we always assume, and it sounds like this is probably from the other part of the story that we didn't read, like what's going on is that, um, you know, if I break up with this person, it's going to be painful for them, which is probably going to be painful for me. I don't want to hurt anyone. And so automatically you're assuming that that breakup is going to be like super hard and not feel good. Right. And you're setting the intentions right off the bat that that's going to be, it's going to be hard. Yes. So that can be a, that's a great point, Cass, is you can right now choose to like set your intention. Like, what do you want to be true about it? Mm -hmm. Um, I was just writing this in my book as an example the other day, one of my clients, when she was manifesting or when she was working through a divorce and she said something about like, oh, it's going to be so hard. I'm so worried. And I was like, why? Like, what has told you that divorces need to be difficult? And she was like, uh, the rest of the life. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Like, and I get this all the time. It's like life experience has shown this and this and this. And I was like, yeah, but now you know you're the creator and you get to decide what's true for you. Yeah. And, you know, we, we reworked things and beliefs and intentions and she had the smoothest, easiest divorce. Like she was so surprised at how well it went. Mm. And I rem- and there's so many stories like that um, of when you set a different intention and you have a different belief of how it's going to play out for you that it actually can play out like that. I love that example. I'm so glad you shared that because it's um, so powerful when we look at you know what we just assume has to be true and we start choosing what we want to be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How would you respond, Kat? So what would you say, um, what would be your kind of guidance as to how she can approach the situation? My first would would like be to get clear on what you want. And if in that clarity you realize like this isn't what you want, um, you really just have to make a decision about how long you're willing to put off what you want. Ooh, I like that. That's setting some good boundaries, right? Right. You know, and then it becomes like on us. I think sometimes when we get in a situation like this, we can um, turn ourselves into less powerful beings because we think like, oh, somebody else is involved. This is involved. All this messy stuff, right? But when you make the decision, how long am I willing to not get what I want? Then the answer becomes easier and you get to powerfully make the decision. And even when you go through the process, it's, you know, it's really staying true to like, this is what I want. And, um, and again, like you mentioned, like you can choose however you want to go through things like breakups. They do not have to be like they always have been. They don't have to be like you've heard. They get to be what you choose. 
And so once you make the decision about how long you're willing to put something else off, um, then you, you know how to proceed, right? The decision almost becomes like clear and easy because you're making it. It's not something that you're wondering, like, should I do this? Should I not do this? Like once you make the decision, you own it, you take power of that. And I think that's a really powerful step and it can be whatever you want, right? You can totally, um, and you get to choose how you want to do it. So you can stay in a relationship while attracting another relationship. You just have to decide if that's what feels good to you. Right. I really liked how you said um, you, you're you being so conscious in the process and like you're being empowered. And so when you decide, okay, well, how long am I, if, it, if this isn't what I want, how long am I going to sacrifice kind of what I want? It's, it's kind of like that's in a way taking care of yourself. Right? Yes. Like that's that kind of that coming back to the foundation of like self-love and being able to take care of yourself first. And that's your sole priority. It allows you when you make those decisions like that to be able to do that and to be, yeah, like conscious of it the whole time so that it doesn't feel like you're being pulled along or you're not a victim in this. It's not just happening to you. It's like you're aware of what's happening and you get to be the one in control of that. Yes. I love when we're like, when you put yourself in the powerful place and that really is, um, once you realize it, it does take some practice, but when you put yourself in the powerful place, like things go easier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Right. Because Um, like you, you take all the little perceptions of like, Oh yeah, I, I did that or this happened because of this, or it's not like things are happening to you. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, I do. Go ahead. There's one thing I wanted to talk about how in the mention in the question that we originally started with, she was worried about hurting her partner. And I think this is something that comes up a lot, not only in relationships or like always in relationships, but any relationships like parent, child, friendships, you know, mentors, romantic partnerships. We're worried about hurting the other person. Yeah. Like, do you get this with your clients, Cass? Or even your friends. Yeah, both. Like I get friends like it's worried about um, in clients. Like I'm worried about how this is going to impact the other person. Yes. So what is what is your response to that? Um, first of all, that like we can't be our, we, you can't be your most powerful self when you're worried about someone else. Um, like and worried in terms of like putting on them, like the truth is you don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I mean, you, you can have some guess as to the fact that this is going to hurt someone else, that this is going to like, but you don't actually know that maybe it's not just like going to feel so freeing to them, mm-hmm. you know, but making the choice for them doesn't serve them or you. I know. I think that's the biggest thing that I try to remind people of is by you thinking or by you like worrying that you're going to hurt them. Mm-hmm. Firstly, who are you to think that you know how they're going to feel? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> it's like you're, you're, it's disempowering them. It's like, you're saying, I know how you're going to feel more than you do. Mm-hmm. Or, or, you know, and like, I have more power over how you feel than you do. And if anyone who knows me, <laughs> any of my friends, <laughs> if they ever said that to me or whatever, I'm like, no, you don't like I control how I feel. Right. And I might allow you to feel or allow myself to feel, you know, hurt or sad or whatever, but that's my choice. 
And I think by when we think of this whole concept of I'm going to make this other person feel a certain way, I think it's been so trained in us, like so conditioned in us that we've got to think of other people, think of how they're, how other people are going to feel about this. And I just think um, I'm kind of like to one extreme on this of that we can't make anyone feel anything like emotionally. Like it's always a choice of what we let in and how we feel it. And it's like the most empowering thing we can way we can be towards other people is to um, to be responsible for how we feel and let them like as long as we are being true to ourselves, that's the best way you can serve them or anybody else in your life. Yes. That's such a powerful statement. You know, like taking responsibility, being powerful and like being true to ourselves, like that is the best way we can serve anyone else. Yeah. And would you really want, like, say, say in this example, if your partner knew that you weren't happy, would they want you to kind of be like protecting them? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. Like they want... In, and someone who really cares for you wants you to be happy. So decide what that is for you. And then you be you, like live your truth, like be all of you, connect to your source and find out what you want. And then, and then be that from a place of love. Like it's not coming from a place of fear or hurt or, you know, trying to hurt someone else. Yeah. Come from the place where, you know, you love them and want them to be happy as well. Exactly. And you, you not being happy isn't helping them be happy. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So how would you, so I think, um, you know, somebody sort of has to make their own choices and decisions about how to go through that. Like we've talked about, we think the most powerful thing to do is, um, when you're attracting the relation. So let's talk about the next step of that. What's your, um, this is more your area of expertise. Like what would you give the next, um, the next steps about like creating what you want and finding the relationship that you want and stepping into that? Like what's the process that you would tell our listeners to go through? Well, you know, I love love. (laughs) I know you love love. (laughs) Um, and so it's like one of my favorite areas to work in because it's just so like magical and there's so much potential. I mean, in every area, but So I always approach it as you being everything you want to be. And so like Cassie and I already said, define what it is you want, but then it's not really about finding a partner. Like you're, it's not like you're going to go out and look for this person. It's, you're going to get so amazing in your own skin and like be everything you want to be. And then you naturally let the universe bring you that person. Yes. It's like so, it's such an awesome thing. I mean, it, it, or like way to use the law of attraction or leverage it is that because we're so, so thought, okay, well, we have to, we have to go find this person. I have to go online dating. I have to make sure I get out there. And it's all about if that doesn't feel good to you, like you don't want to be attracting someone from that, that energy space. So I, I kind of like ask people, okay, well, you know, picture yourself in that with your ideal partner and what does it feel like? And like, are you being that now? Like someone wants someone to appreciate them or someone to, you know, be romantic with them. Well, how are you doing that right now in your life? Oh, I love that question. 
I love how you teach that. And I'm glad that you gave an example. So give us an example. If someone says they want to be appreciated and they want a romantic partner, how do they, how do they do that right now? Well, is this, this is great because I was just talking to a client yesterday about this and I, she says, well, I want a partner that's romantic. And I said, okay, great. Well, how are you romanticizing yourself in your own life right now? And she was kind of like, oh, well, <laughs> she's like, well, and it was great. She's like, I do buy myself flowers for that reason. And I was like, awesome. And she's because it kind of brings that energy of um, romance into the air and makes you, you know, feel loved and appreciated when you see the flowers. And one of the other things I love doing is like going out on a date by yourself, like take yourself out on a date, yes. <laughs> date yourself for a little bit, or even like a fun time. And, and just, it's about appreciating the energy of that, like the vibration around that whole thing versus like, and it's good practice. Cause you know, part of your mind's going to want to go to, Oh, I'm going out by myself. <laughs> so <laughs> it's going to be good to like kind of play with and practice keeping the focus on this is how I want to feel. I want to, you know, I'm going to get dressed up nice and I'm going to feel like I'm special because I'm doing this for myself. And if you can find that vibration, like, man, watch out. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about like going into that sort of process of dating yourself. Um, like why, what does it look like? And like what, like I know you said like the vibration goes through, but let's give out if we can like some specific <laughs> examples of, um, of like why that ups your game and like why that steps you into the vibration and how it's being who you're going to be, um, to attract that person. Yeah. And it's just, it comes back to the same foundation, right? Like you, um, you want to be, which is like having the vibration of what you want now versus mm -hmm. waiting for that other person to fulfill those those um, needs within you. So if you're looking for someone to feel, um, to make you feel loved or to help you feel loved, like you will find it, you'll find someone, but it will, if it's filling that void for you, it's eventually going to go because that person needs to focus on them first. They can't always be filling that for you. So unless you have it first within you, that's like the most healthy and the purest way to attract the love of your life is to fall in love with yourself first. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say it's like we're jumping into a whole new topic That's right now. and We have like zero time left. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. So that might give us our next topic is like how falling in love with yourself, like really attracts and creates the relationship that you desire. Yeah. And the power of just falling in love with yourself or creating and manifesting so much of what you want. Oh my gosh. It's everything. Totally. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so, All right. Do you have uh, any final thoughts or our money mantra for us today? Um, I, I choose to go for what I want is the money mantra. Mm, good one. Yeah. I like and for our listener that asked our question, Go for what you want, girl. You can have it. <laughs> exactly. You can create exactly what you want. Yeah. Yeah. So if there's any other questions you guys have, Cassie and I are always open. We love talking about it and talking about what you guys want to hear. That's right. So one last thing. Yep. Go be awesome. 
Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.